Welcome to the Sherry Andrea Psychic Empath Show with your host, Sherry Andrea. Sherry Andrea brings her listeners interesting discussions and topics related to empathy, psychic and spiritual development, as well as energy work. She is herself a psychic empath, healer, coach, author, and founder of SherryAndrea.com. Welcome, and here is your host, Sherry Andrea. And thank you for listening. This is Sherry Andrea, and I am glad that you could join me. Um, As you know, you probably either saw it on Facebook, or uh, if you're in my newsletter list, you may have received an email. Um, Okay, so yeah, I'm back over on Blog Talk Radio. I don't mean to confuse you. Um, As some of you know that helped me test the show, on Mixler, as you know, I was still having technical difficulties. Um, I couldn't even get it right. It, and then probably it's possibly the settings in my own computer. So I figured until I can figure this out, I'll do Blog Talk Radio. Also, the other reason why is because, as you may know if you're on my Facebook, um, one night when I did the radio show, after the radio show, I actually dropped the laptop. And I damaged it, and so I have to send it off to get it fixed because it's under warranty. So um, just to make sure that I won't have to cancel any shows, and so I'll have a fairly easy way um, to do the show, even if I don't have a laptop. Um, With Blog Talk Radio, I know that I can uh, easily call in and do it from my cell phone. So I was just trying to give myself a plan B. Uh, thinking ahead, um, but anyway, I am glad you're here with me tonight. Now, the call in number six seven three eight three one six five five. Already have quite a few callers holding on the line. Um, also, we will be joined tonight by uh, Kier, um, also Crystal Dotson, um, and if you listen to the last. Uh, two, three shows, um, you know what we've been doing. But if you haven't, let me give you the little rundown. Okay, so we came up with an idea that we thought everyone would like, and um, the idea is based off the concept that a lot of times when I have um, coaching calls or discussions on the phone with people, a lot of times I think the discussions are so great, I always think, wow, you know, I wish that others can listen in on this. Um you know, and so we came up with the idea that why don't we have a radio show where the format is as such that we're literally having it's it's me and a couple other people and we're having discussions. Um, we're we're it's going to be related to psychic development. I'm sorry, I'm going over my words. Related to psychic development, spiritual development, law of attraction, energy healing. Um, Same topics that you're used to me discussing, but this time we're going to do it in a group discussion. I feel that with us all, you know, all three of us being at different levels, um, you'll get, everyone will get a lot out of it. And of course, we are still doing, we're still, you know, doing live readings as well. Okay, so now I want to bring on the air, um, Kier. Kier, Kier, Kier. 
Hi, how are you? I'm fine, how are you? I'm great. Say hello to everyone. Hello, everybody. Um, and so we're on Blog Talk Radio tonight. So we're not going to be able to promise that there won't be difficulties. We're not going to be able to promise that there may, you know, may or may not be issues sound. Um, I actually didn't have time to do a test show. I kind of felt comfortable not doing a test show because I've done so many broadcasts from Blog Talk Radio, so I felt kind of confident just going ahead and jumping back into it. Um, mm-hmm. I apologize the sound quality isn't as good as on Mixler. It's not as clear, but we'll work with it for now. Um, here, we actually have uh, quite a lot of callers holding right now. Um, <laughs> oh, that's, that's cool. That's great. <laughs> I know that's the that's the one thing that I always enjoyed with Blog Talk Radio. I always had such a great time. There was always mm-hmm. an abundance abun- abun- of people to chat with. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the things that and before we take callers and just you know bear with me for a moment, me and Kira actually had discussed this. Um, that one of the topics that we actually wanted to talk about was related to how we all give psychic readings. And I thought, okay, well, that mm-hmm. would be perfect. That's a thing to discuss. Um, what me and Kira, we were talking about um, how we all, uh, I, like I think I said, um, you know, psychic, the word psychic, the term, that's not like size fits all. You know, we're all mm-hmm. different. We all, all manifest so differently. And I was explaining to him, I was like, well, really, abilities or as such that I would say my ability leans more towards channeling um, because it's always about my higher self and the information is coming from my higher self and Mm -hmm. I was explaining I was like you know but then there are those psychics like you know a psychic T that was on our show uh, which I I love her Um, I love her too (laughs) her ability she is just so like on it she's just I mean she can tell you what for breakfast, she can tell you what you're currently doing. She, you know, she can tell you uh, what you ate, if you enjoyed she's it. A, I mean, she's, she's, she's a beauty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and some psychics are like that. They are just so on, and with any information. Now, we've all heard of some psychics that are like here. What you were talking about this how there was one psychic that explained, she was like, well, you know, I don't I don't answer certain questions. I don't do certain types of reading. Mm-hmm. Now, you remember when you were telling me about that? Can you, like, explain yeah, yeah. what you were saying? About, um, about, okay, about how I said it, or, okay, I'm trying to catch up to which one, which, like, what part were you yeah. talking about? I'm sorry. Yeah, remember the lady, the psychic, where you said that, um, when when somebody would call in and ask her a question, there were certain questions she just didn't types of questions she didn't answer. Types of I'm, I'm trying to see. I'm, gosh, I'm trying to remember now. <laughs> you, I'm sure you'll keep, remember. Keep, I remember. Keep telling us, okay, keep telling because then I can probably chime in. <laughs> okay, so what you were saying was is that she would try to explain to the person, or she would say to them. Oh, you know, oh, 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 okay, I remember now. I'm sorry. 
I was talking about, um, I know plenty of uh, the listeners probably heard of Carolyn Miss, the medical intuitive, how she said, you know, the one lady asked her, well, can you tell me about my life purpose? So she says, I'm sorry, I don't get that type of information because, you know, medical intuitives get medical information. So she basically asked her, well, you tell me about it. The lady says, well, the last thing I know I don't want to do is I don't want to go back to teaching Carolyn Miss says, oh, well, that sounds like guidance right there. But she was basically letting her know what type of information that she gets instead of what most daughters of psychics get. Exactly, exactly. And I've had so many um, coaching calls that have been like that where Mm -hmm. I I know that usually people are used to asking me the questions, but often Mm -hmm. I have to remind people, you know what? You're getting the information. It's just you're not trusting it because the last mm-hmm. say, "Oh, well, I get such a strong feeling about this or about that," and then they'll ask me mm-hmm. the question, and I'll say, "Well, you didn't really need me to tell you because you already knew. You just didn't yeah. trust it. You need somebody to validate it for you." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I always tell people, um, I, I often do not tell someone something they don't already know. Most yeah. of the stuff I tell people. They actually already know. It's just I think that a lot of times what we're looking for is we're looking for um, validation. We're, you know, or we're looking for, you know, I think I should go in this direction, but it would be helpful if somebody can tell me, you know, you know, can I really trust what I'm feeling? Yeah, it's almost as if we're looking for assurance, basically, or something that we know. So, yeah, validation. Right. And I was telling Pierre that um, – you know, when I first started doing Black Talk Radio from the very first show, I remember the very first show was really wild because I was nervous, <laughs> but I had my topic all planned out. I had my notes written and everything, and I never got a chance to say a word, really. I mean, it was like, <laughs> you know, the callers started calling in, and so I started taking the calls, doing the readings. I was nervous, so I mm-hmm. even had that feeling like, you know, that feeling like you you – know you're connecting, but you're not, like, feeling mm-hmm. it because you're so nervous. That's all you can feel. Mm-hmm. And yep. so it started off like that, and funny enough, I wasn't used to giving information that quickly. But mm-hmm. instead of saying, oh, this isn't the way I do it, this isn't the way I work, um, I actually said, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep trying to get better at this. And I'm glad mm-hmm. that I did because, yeah, I did get a lot better at it, but I do often still feel like um, if I am allowed to take my time, mm-hmm. what can come through me is so much more deeper, so much mm-hmm. more truth can come through me, um, such um, more of a powerful reading can come through. So yeah. that's why we want to discuss this because I I was like, I, I really would like me to be me, to just be me. Yeah. Because I think that I could be better for everyone if I was really doing me and not mm-hmm. someone else and not how somebody else's abilities worked and trying to do what they do. If I can just mm-hmm. do me, do a really good me. 
Yeah, and that's why I was like, you know, and, and that's probably why a lot of people have a hard time, like, you know, developing an intuition and awakening any of these abilities because, you know, when I used to hear, you know, when I hear any, anybody doing I'm like, oh, I can't do that, you know, because I'm always like, I can't be quick like how everybody else is or when I do it, I have to wait a, I have to wait a while or I have to get like a feel and I'll, I'm like, I can't do that. Unless I'm putting, I had this one coach who actually put me in a position. I don't know. Remember, I told you she was like she um the life coach that I was working with, and she's like, "Well, what are you getting?" And I'm like, "Well, I don't know." She's like, "Yeah, you do." And I'm like, "No, I don't." She's like, "They just told me you heard the answer." So I said it. She's like, "Yeah, yeah." And I'm like, "Oh, okay." I don't know if you remember that or not when I had told you that. Yeah, I do. I do, and often that's how it starts out. Is that mm-hmm. you know somebody pushes us to say, well, just say what you're getting. Just go ahead. Mm-hmm. Don't be nervous. Just say it. You know it's okay yeah. to be wrong. And um, mm-hmm. then if you really like yourself, just say what you're mm-hmm. getting and stop thinking. Oh, this is, must just be my imagination. You would be surprised with what you come up with. Yeah. You know yeah. what comes out of you. So, so how about we go ahead and we take our first caller. And uh, um, we're going to take our first caller, which is going to be from area code 773. Hi, you're live on the air. Who am I speaking with? Hi, you're speaking with Tempest. Hi, Tempest. How are you? Good. Hey, Tempest. Now, do you have a a question for me? Yes, I do. Actually, um, it is right around the topic of what you guys were just talking about, about validation. I really need validation. Um, I'm working two jobs currently, um, but it's one job that I'm just really, when I'm, when I'm there, it's just, it's not for me. At that particular time, like for the past couple of weeks, I just felt like when I first started, I loved it. I guess I just was excited about the new opportunity. I prayed for it. I needed to ask the money, and I loved it. But then I thought, wow, it just really wasn't working for me. So um, the beginning of the week, I gave them my two two weeks resignation letter. Now okay. it's sinking in like, wow, did I make the wrong decision? So it's like I'm trying to get myself to remember the reasons why I let the job go. And then at the same time, it's like I don't know what I'm doing now. I don't know whether or not I made the right decision. And I guess I just needed validation or some type of help, guidance, advice, anything to well, help me. Um, what, yeah, what what I'm what I'm being reminded of and what I'm being told to tell you is that, well, first of all, what happened with your job was that it was like the relationship that where the honeymoon was over. It was no mm-hmm. longer new and so once that newness wore off and the honeymoon was over, all you had left was the reality of what the job was. And it turned out that it wasn't for you. And this is yeah. good. And you already know that this is good, that you can make that decision and say, no, this this doesn't excite me. I'm not looking forward to coming to work in the morning. I'm actually sometimes dreading coming to work in the morning. I'm watching the clock all day. I'm like, why does the time seem to be going so slow? (laughs) But yet when I get home, (laughs) you know it is time for me to be back there again. The thing is, 
the only reason why you're having a hard time validating this for yourself and is because now you're nervous. Now you're like, okay, I took the plunge, I made the decision, I gave my notice. Now you're nervous about it. Now you're like, oh, my goodness. That nervousness is like kind of covering and allowing you not to remember those reasons and what you felt every day at work, how it felt yes. to be there, how bored you were, how torturous it felt. Um, one word that would describe how the job made you feel. Huh. Exhausting. It was um, exhausting. Yes. It, I, I mean, I work six days a week. Like, I, it was like, you know, I, I do mentoring on the side. The job I'm doing is security. I mean, the hours, it's just, when I'm working there, I'm by myself. I work at night. I'm far away. And it's like when I'm securing the premises, I'm by myself at night. It's coyotes, all type of stuff. It's truck drivers that run, you know, all night long. And I'm a woman. You're and I feel like that's really a man's job. That's not a, for me. It's, I just did not feel safe. Yeah, I don't really feel like you're the I'm embracing solitary anything type of person. <laughs> I do feel like you work better when you know, you you have some coworkers to chat with. You got some people around you. I don't really get. I don't. I don't feel like you're the. Oh, I embrace this. I love this. I love. You know. I love. You know, being solitary. I love being alone. I'm not getting that. I'm getting that you realize that that's not really who you are. No, it's mm-hmm. like you realized it, but I think you're nervous and afraid because you're like, oh, okay, well, if I'm going to do the same type of job, where am I going to work? I'm able to work in an atmosphere that's really going to make me happy. All you have to do is figure that out. Figure out what is it that I can do with this type of job, the different places that I can work where it's not going to be solitary. And be confident because you know what to stay away from now. You know Mm -hmm. not to another solitary job like that. Um, look for the job where you're going to have coworkers around you. Where or either coworkers around you, maybe it's going to be coworkers, maybe it's going to be customers. Maybe if it's in an apartment building, maybe it's going to be residents. But to have somebody where you're seeing people, you're able to chat with people, even if it's just for just a couple of minutes at a time. Right. Um, right. You know what to look for now, so you can. Oh. And that's what you're doing. You're getting the chance to fix this. You you picked the wrong type of job. Now you're going to fix it because now you know what you need. Mm-hmm. I was, I was going to say, um, I was going to ask if she was, like, a little bit afraid of, like, making a mistake and leaving the job and then not having nothing else, I guess. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. That's cool. I had a neighbor, um, she, you know, heard my situation, and she received my resume. She said she was going to give my resume to a person that works close. It was a hospital. I mean, it, it, it sounded like a dream job. It was a nice job. It's in a hospital. And mm-hmm. it sounded like something that it made me excited to look at something else that I can do. So hopefully that position works out for me, but it helped me realize that I can look at other avenues instead of what I was working primarily at that place, like right now. Yeah. Well, all I can say is, like, trust yourself, because I was in predicament. I lived in Virginia, and now I'm in North Carolina. But the only reason why I'm here in North Carolina is because 
you know, I was listening to my fearful ego, me saying, well, can I take over this place by myself? I had a nice job across the street from everything. And I was, I was afraid because I didn't know if I'll be able to pay the bills by myself because my brothers and all of them didn't, they didn't want to live with me. And I, it was up to me. And, you know, I had a part-time job at 7-Eleven. And I was afraid, like, can I do this? And I kept getting expired. Yes, you can do this. But then, you know, part of me, I kept listening to everybody else. Well, I hope you can do this. You sure you can do this? And right. I was doubting myself. So I started having that little voice say, you can't do this. But then I'm like, you know, I don't know. And then now I'm here, and now we're going, we're going like, through some, like, chaotic moment. Like, we have no car. You know, it's like we lost everything, basically. And now I'm like, damn, I should have trusted myself. What, what's but the worst that could have happened? Yeah, you have to get through those tough times to get to the reward. It's okay mm-hmm. if you're if you're scared for financial reasons, if you're worried you made a mistake. That's okay. Um, look, mm-hmm. look at it this way. You, most people know this. Steve Harvey, Tyler Perry, me and here we're talking about this, or me and Perlette. Mm-hmm. Um, but for a period of time, they were homeless sleeping in their car. But you know what? They did it because they were working towards a goal, a dream they had. They were ready to mm-hmm. sacrifice everything to get what they knew was best for them. You have to sometimes be willing to sacrifice, let it be hard on you, because at the end of the road, you are going to, if you hang in there, you will get what you want, what you deserve, what's the mm-hmm. for you. you got to be mm-hmm. fearless. You know, where's your girl power? Be fearless. <laughs> yeah, and it's well, almost as if it's guidance for you. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, and 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 that's why I called in. I'm so glad I called in because it's just like with my mentor position. That's something that that's my passion. Like I I, mm-hmm. I would never give up on that, even if that job flopped. But see, with this security. It's like security, you know, it's security to know that I just don't have to depend on this one paycheck while I'm striving for something else because I know at one point I'm not going to be able to go with two jobs because I plan on going back to school. So I'm looking for something that's really solid, you know, while I'm... But security yeah. job isn't your passion. That's not your passion. Uh-huh. That's, that that pays the bill. But you do have a passion. There, There is something that you want to do. But I do feel that you're not you're not doing it enough. You're not making enough of an effort to head in that direction. Um, okay. Get it going. I mean, if you want to, if you want to work with youth, then volunteer somewhere. Even if you only have enough time to volunteer one day a week for one hour, get in there because you know what? As soon as you start the action of doing it. With the law of attraction, you will attract uh-huh. more of what you're focused on and what you're doing, what the action you're taking. It will come to you. Most definitely, So you yeah. need to start doing it a little bit. You know, there's, okay. all, there's always places you can volunteer for. You know, just it doesn't have to be something where they put it out there, hey, we're looking for volunteers. No, if you go in there and you say, look, I have a passion to do this. I would like to volunteer for you once a week. When have you ever known somebody to turn down free help? Mm-hmm. You're not going to. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody's going to turn down free help. Do what you need to do to move in the direction you really want to move in. Now, if yeah. you want to be doing security the rest of your life and you just want to live the safe life where you know you're going to get the paycheck, 
That's fine, too, mm. if that's what you want to do. But if you have a passion, start moving in that direction because that's what's really going to make you happy. The security, no matter where you're going to work, is going to make you 100% happy. And that's the thing that you're missing. You've got to ask yourself the question, what really wasn't making me happy? And I, I really than that particular job. I think it was that job was a little boring, but also that's not your passion. Yeah, that's all. Um, it's almost. Hello? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I was going to say it's like almost the same thing with me because, you know, it's yeah, now I don't have an attachment. Like I can say, I told my mom like not too long ago, I don't care where I work at. I don't care if I work at McDonald's. And she doesn't understand as opposed to, you know, oh, get a job here. I'm like, I don't care because that's not that's not my purpose. That's not what I plan on doing. So I don't have an attachment to the job where I work at because I'm more focused on spirituality, intuition. And I do that every day. And I don't care what a job, you know, I don't care about that. But that's the help. But that has nothing exactly. to do with my passion, my purpose. Yes, exactly. You just need to think about that a little bit. Think about what really made you unhappy. Because on the surface, yeah, it was that the job was boring and you were working alone. That was the sur- on the surface what was making you unhappy. But there was something that was deeper than that that was making you unhappy. It was that that's not your passion. That's, and you knew that that wasn't really what you were meant for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So embrace the truth and go forward. What can you do? Well, you know, volunteer once a week. Start creating groups on Facebook and start doing what you really want to do. There are things that you yeah. can do that aren't that difficult where you can start this. Where you can start what you want to do. Take action. Don't wait because it's not going to come to you. You know, you gotta. You know, kind of. Grab life by the balls and take what you want. Mm-hmm. And you're not doing mm-hmm. that right now. So try to exert yourself to the action with what is your passion. You'll be pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I get it. I'm ready. <laughs> so now do you yeah, I feel a lot better. And it's going to really give me some stuff to really think about. Now I can really think about the right direction instead of just being stuck in one place. You know, mm-hmm. like thinking about one certain situation just stuck in one place. Now mm-hmm. I'm not stuck. Now my 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 thinking can be more broad because now I can really strive towards my passion because that mentor position it's boring at some point that I work, but when like when I start, like I when I when it's time for me to start with those kids, that's when my day begins. My day is when they walk through that door. I I mm-hmm. up. It's like my best man. And you right, you absolutely right. I need to stick towards my passion and find what mm-hmm. makes me happy. You right. Well, your security job, and while it's boring and there's nothing to do, you know, have your notebook. And journal and, like, write down ideas that you have. Write about it, you know. Um, you know, you know, put yourself um, in the thought of it more often. Mm-hmm. Use that time. Use that time. Plenty of time. You know, journal. <laughs> you know, 
passion even helps a lot because that helps you to put more focus on it and it helps the universe to send it to you more quickly. Mm-hmm. Yep. So use that time that you're bored effectively because you can actually use that to help yourself. Mm-hmm. So put your cape on and find your girl power. Definitely. And thank, thank you for you. calling in. And call us back and let us know in the future how it went, you know, how everything went for you. Absolutely. Thank you so much for the both of you. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, you're Good welcome. Luck. Good night. Bye. I'll see you guys later. See you. Okay. That was a really good call. I guess we can go, like, right into the next call. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, let's see. Our next caller is from area code 252. Hello, you're on the air. What's your name? Hi, my name is Keisha. How are you doing today? Good. How are good. you, Keisha? We're great. That's good. Did you have a for us? Yeah, I was wondering, do you see anybody new coming into my life? Um, not at this time. But um in let me see. Within this within three months though, there will be somebody coming into your life. There will be somebody that you're meeting. And this will be somebody that you're meeting actually through a friend. Okay. This is actually going to be somebody that you're meeting through a friend. So this is going to be, I, I wouldn't call it a hookup. Um, this is going to be, you want to watch out for, you like, say, you're visiting a friend, you're at a get-together, um, you're going to be a friend of a friend. Um, you're going to someone which is, I feel like, is actually going going to be good for you because you're going to have this confidence in um, this person because they're not going to be a stranger. You're going to be able to find out everything you need to know about them um, through the person who introduces them to you. So this is going to be great. You're going to actually go into it with a lot of confidence about this person you're going to be seeing. <laughs> you know, you're oh. going to have, and that's really good. You're going to have a lot of confidence, you know. I was going, so to, I was going to ask her. <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry, Sherry. Um, I actually, this is going to sound weird, and I hate to say this, but i got to say it. <laughs> you're going to laugh when I say this, but when you first meet this person, you're going to be doubtful. You're, And I've done this before, so that's why I'm laughing. You're going to say right. a thing where you're like, mm, I'm not sure how attracted I am to this person. Right. <laughs> that's what you're going to do. You're not going to be busted, person's okay. going to be ugly or anything. I'm just saying you're yeah, going to have it that. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> All right, well, I got you. I know what you're saying, though. So I know. Something's going to just be like, I'm going to be like, no, that ain't going to work. <laughs> Keep it moving. <laughs> yeah. 
No, I got you. Yeah. I know what you're saying, oh, though. Yeah. I know what you're saying. No, yeah, but I kind of feel like you're going to keep going with it. I don't know if it's because I, – I almost feel like it's because your your friend's going to ask you to give it a shot anyway. You're, and I feel like the person who introduces you to this person is going to be like kind of a little bit pushy with it. They're going to be like, come on, what's it going to hurt? Just go out with them for a couple of times. They're going to be like that to you. <laughs> They're going to easily push this person aside. And, in fact, you're going to end up liking this person. So um, you're going to end up losing that kind of, I don't know, it's to him feeling so um when that happens don't worry about it um give it just you know a little bit of time those first couple of you know dates where you go out together give it just a little bit of time and you're going to change your your feelings about that about you know and Mm -hmm. before you know it that's not going to be the thought on your mind is i'm not sure if i'm attracted to him so he's going to grow on you like he's going to grow on you Quickly, I feel like he's going to have a really good sense of humor, too. I feel like this is going to be the person that makes you laugh Man, a lot. I wouldn't like that, because once you got me laughing, I don't really care what you look like, and I still don't like him. <laughs> so it must not be his looks. It's something else that I'll be like, uh-uh, no. Yeah, so. I, I almost feel like constant laughter, constant big smile on your face the whole time you're with him. I feel like you're going to, in the future, say, this is the one person that no matter what I am going through can always make me laugh. <laughs> now, Kier, what were you going to say? No, I didn't want to stop you because I could tell you were on the flow with it. So <laughs> I was going to say in the beginning, I was going to ask, like, if she had certain standards with guys. You know those girls um, that say, oh, <clears throat> they say, um, well, if I do meet a guy, I don't want no guy like this because I had this one already. I don't want it like this. I don't want it like this. That's what I was going to ask her. Are you yeah, well, on? Yeah. Yeah, I'm like that. Yeah, I am. And most of the time when I do, and when I'm with some guy, he's really kind of pushing. He's pushing himself on me, you know, for me to be with mm-hmm. him. You know, so mm-hmm. yeah, so it's 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 like that because I if you don't force yourself into my into my uh into my cipher, I guess <laughs> I won't mm-hmm. even recognize you. You know, I wouldn't even I'd be like whatever, I'm keep moving. So yeah, yeah. I guess I am like that. So you're right. You don't have a problem getting guys to pay attention to you. You don't have a problem getting guys to like you. It's just that. Mm-hmm. One specific that you're looking for. And so right now, you've been doing the, okay, that's not it. Okay, that's not it. Okay. And yeah. almost say, like, the guys you've been meeting have almost been kind of turning you off. Just mm-hmm. by the way they're You know, just by the way they're dealing with you, they're kind of turning you off. They're making you uh-huh. be like, oh, no, I don't want to stop with yeah. you. Mm-hmm. No. You got one, it, one thing... I don't. I feel like the guy you're gonna meet though is gonna kind of. He that's not gonna happen with this guy. This guy, the type of personality he has, he's not really gonna let you push him away because he's got a personality in such a way that <laughs> he keeps you. He keeps you laughing. He knows how to, you know, make you know make you laugh. He's so you know what I mean. He can be serious, yeah. but he can be funny and goofy and everything. You know what I mean? 
So I don't really feel like I'm going to get that opportunity to push this guy away just because of his mm-hmm. personality. Wow. And what is he going to like about me so much? Wow. I didn't, I thought it was me. Well, it is me. My <laughs> standards, isn't it? <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> I was, I was just, never mind. I, was I answered my own question. <laughs> and the guy, he's going to like the same things about you that everybody else is attracted to you for. However, he's not going to um he's not going to deal with you in a way that lets it go to your head. It's a way, a way that yeah. yeah. It's gonna go yeah. a little deeper. Okay. Uh, he got the hook. Yeah. Yeah, he's almost gonna make you feel like you know how when we have a friend that's a guy you know, um, the way you just feel it, it just goes feel- deep. Yeah, I know what you're saying. It, it's yeah. Oh, I I, yeah. I know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's <sighs> like he may think that you're, you know, he may be thinking in his mind, "Wow, she's gorgeous," but he's not going to tell you that. He's not going to say that to you. He's not going to use that to try to get in your pants. You know what I mean? Like some guys will actually say that <laughs> thinking, "Okay, well, I'll put her yeah, over the top." Do. She'll me. No, he's not going to use that. He's not going to tell you. I mean, he's not going to feed. He's not going to feed your ego. He's going to be straightforward. You're going to like um, how he deals with you. Okay. You know. So uh, all I can say is, and I feel like saying this: be ready for the challenge. Because this guy isn't like the other ones that you've been meeting. Mm-hmm. This is. It's almost like I want to say this is real. This is real. <laughs> no, that's what that was the word that came yeah across my mind actually. Uh, he's the real thing. Then he's not faking to be in my in my you know, in my attention right. zone or whatever. He's not faking. Yeah. He really wants the real thing. Like yep. games and everything, you know. So you've got to be ready to you know be come forward and be real you know it's not going to be any game playing or anything although the relationship itself is going to be a lot of fun it's going to be a lot of fun a lot of laughs um but you, but you got to be real still and he's yeah. going to be that but he's also going to kind of make you be that okay so is he like black or is he like a, another variation <laughs> of black no offense <laughs> See, uh, can I say something real quick, Sari? Yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say, um, when I asked you about the standards, I was going to say, well, maybe you should try to, like, put down some of those fences that you have up. Because, you know, yes. when you ask, you know, when I, when a lot of, um, I know when a lot of females, when they I have a best friend as a female. So, you know, when she's like, oh, I got to meet, you know, I want to meet somebody. And I'm like, well, you're putting up those fences from your exes, so you're missing all the guys that can come in instead of you trying to find the one. I'm like, there's no one. There can't be a one. But sometimes you may have to go through some of these guys to find them. You know, enjoy the relationship. So I just want to just tell you the. (laughs) Yeah, I can't describe them for you. The reason why Mm -hmm. is because I was telling this is that sometimes when I actually see the guy. Okay, so what I'm seeing for you is actually um, a friend of mine that I went to high school with. And now, if I describe him for you, I know that's not the reason why I'm seeing him. I'm not seeing him because that's the because that's the way your guy is going to look. 
Um, the reason why I'm mm-hmm. seeing him is he's the example of what your guy is going to be like. Okay. But that doesn't mean he's going to look like him. So that's why I'm saying I can't describe him for you. I got, you know what I mean? I'm being shown what the guy is going to be like and everything, but that, mm-hmm. if I just doesn't mean it's going to be that. Right. Guy, that's not what it's. That's not why I'm being shown that. Okay. And there's got to be a reason why I'm not getting anything when it comes to his look. Uh, I do almost kind of feel like, well, what color do you need him to be? <laughs> That's what <laughs> I don't know, because I'm thinking he's not black. I mean, he might be another very, I mean, a, 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 like yeah. an African or Jamaican or Haitian or something, but he's not going to be black. And that's, that's kind of what I'm getting, like, well, what do you need him to be, you know? But I'm getting that as a question that is not one that I actually want you to answer, but one that you're supposed to ponder. Like, right. you know, um, do you need him to be a certain <laughs> way? Yeah, I hear you. So you have to come you know, you have to go at this with an open mind, totally open. Mm-hmm. open the universe okay. is going to bring you because if the universe is bringing you something that's a match for you, you've got mm-hmm. to ignore packages. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many but times? Maybe that would be the issue that I'm like, oh no. You know, and been surprised by what yeah. was inside. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> open my you're mind. Be Keep an open mind. What is inside? Mm-hmm. Put those guards down. <laughs> I'll try. Yeah, exactly. I'll try. <laughs> well, well, do you thank think you I'm gonna Oh, well, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> you have a You're welcome. Night. You're welcome. You too. And and I um I can't wait until you meet him. Okay. Me neither. You know. <laughs> okay. God bless. Bye bye. Okay. Bye bye. That was cool. Oh. I like how you said the, you know, I like how you said the part where you're like, I'm seeing the guy from high school, and, you know, that's reminding me. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay, I see how she did that. And I'm no lie, I kind of got the feeling of myself. I'm like, this girl is actually, like, looking for some type of guy like me, basically. And I wasn't being funny about that. I'm like, because that's how I am about with girls, because I can be real shy, but then I can say, oh, yeah, she looks good, but she's not going to, you know, want me or nothing like that. But, yeah. I'm like right. How you said this. Yeah, I even feel like this might be partially a lesson. You know, mm-hmm. this may be a lesson like that she's supposed to um, be able to ignore everything that's on the outside. Mm-hmm. You know, everything's on the outside, and she's supposed to be able to get to the point where she can see the package that's on the, you know, what's inside that package. Yeah. You know, because. Yep. You can get it. I mean, hey, sometimes I wrap my son's Christmas presents with newspaper if I happen to run out of wrapping Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and so that package may not look like there's anything special inside. But if I'm going to run out yeah. of wrapping paper, guess the the gift that's the one that I know he'll be the most excited about, I'll wrap that one in newspaper. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, off. You know, because yeah. he's not going to be excited because maybe the package doesn't look like anything special. So he's really going to mm-hmm. be surprised. Yeah. You know, I'm yep. not going to wrap it like it's a million bucks inside. <laughs> yep. So let's see. Let's take the next caller. Yeah. And 
from 720 area code. Hi, you're live on the air. Hello. Hi. Hey. Good evening. How are you? I'm great. How are you guys doing? Oh, I'm really good. Well, I'm good. (laughs) I'm cool. It ain't hot outside. Yeah, I'm not getting porch right now. So, <laughs> oh, thank you, <laughs> thank you. Well, thank you for holding. I really appreciate it. Sure, definitely. Did you? Have yeah, I'm hoping that? that you guys can see for me. I actually am currently not sure where I'm going to be moving to. So I've been applying to like virtual companies, you know, just so no matter where I happen to stay. I can still, you know, be able to work. But I also just ran into a girlfriend who let me know that um, there may be some positions coming up in her job. And so I'm wondering, like, do you see the virtual working out for me more or do you see me actually working with the girlfriend that I used to work with actually before? But she said that there may be some positions coming up. (laughs) Actually... I'm getting that you're going to be doing both. I don't know how that's going to happen, but I get that you I'm getting that you're going to do both. You're going to be working for somebody virtually and you're also going to be working a traditional job. I mean, it makes sense to me. I mean, I've worked um virtual jobs before. Um so um I understand how that's possible. Um, but that is what I'm getting. I'm getting very strongly that it's going to be both. Okay. Now, I, I don't know what's the reason why you're going to want to do that, but the feeling, what I'm getting is a financial thing. And I don't mean a Yeah, I mean, if I could pull it off. The only thing is that I also do happen to um, have our son, he does virtual school as well. And so I don't know how I'd be able to juggle, like, all three, you know? Right. Exactly. Yeah, I'm getting that you're going to do both. It's, it has something to do with the, um, with not just the money, but also um, the schedule. The You're trying to balance um, being at home when you need to, but still bringing in the money that you need to. Part of it yeah. is going to be that you have to do that. A part of it is that um, you're going to want this almost like comfort zone. You're, it's, I almost feel like you're going to be saying to yourself, I can get away with only working one job, but I think I'll feel more more financially confident in the beginning if I do both. And I feel that's the reason why you're going to do it is because in the beginning you're going to be like, oh, okay, well, at least, you know, I'm going to do this for a little while, and I know I'm going to be financially okay. Um, so it's not going to be so much that you're going to feel like financially you have to do both. I feel like you're actually doing it to almost give yourself a little bit of a security blanket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I feel very strongly about that. So, um you know, keep looking for the virtual position because they are out there. I mean, even on Craigslist, you know, if you're willing to sit there and search through the different cities, you'll find them, you know, especially searching larger cities. Like, um, you know, searching Craigslist New York, you'll find a lot of um, 
uh, virtual jobs that don't require that you ever go into the office, not even for training. So you you can very find this. This is very doable. This is very doable. So you're heading in the right direction, and you're doing the right thing. I do feel that you'll only do – one of the jobs you're only going to do for a period of time. I'm, I'm actually not sure which one you're going to drop, but one of them you're going to drop. But you're only going to be doing both for a period of time. So this isn't going to be a period of time that you're doing both of them. You're just going to do both of them in the beginning um, until you feel secure financially after, you know, once you've moved and settled in and everything. Once you get to that point where you feel financially secure and you're like, I'm okay, you're going to drop one of them. And then you're just going to be working one. I do kind of feel like it's going to be the virtual one that you keep. Because I I also okay. get a strong feeling that you're like you're you're really gonna like it. You're gonna be like, yeah, this is what I really want to do. I want to work non traditionally. This works for me. This allows me to do everything I need to do. I do feel like you're going to once you do a virtual job, you're so gonna like it. You're gonna like the freedom it offers you that you're going to make that decision. This is the way I want to work from now on when I work. Which, yeah, you're definitely so, yeah. right, because I'm actually going to be doing it. I'm going to have my own company, so I'll eventually be dropping both of them, you know, but like you're saying, in order to get the money to be able to start my company, that is really what the key would be, is that eventually I'll be working for myself, but, um, okay. you know, to that point, that's probably so where maybe you're that's feeling like, Yeah, and then you're yeah. going to drop the traditional one. It's a, you know, I just get that it's a freedom thing. Yeah, You know what I mean? It's a freedom thing. You're going to be like, I need the freedom and the flexibility to do what I want to do when I want to do it. So that's why you're going to drop the traditional one. Not all people are like that. I mean, you would think that everyone would make that choice, but that's not true. A lot of people prefer the traditional job. I've had a lot of people tell me, no, I, I want to do the traditional job. I want to do the job where somebody is telling me every day what to do. There are some people that embrace the traditional job. Um, so you would think that everybody would want that kind of freedom, but it's not true. <laughs> but you I can understand are going, Yeah, you're going to want that. You're going to love that. You're going to see as soon as you start working a non-traditional job, you're like, oh, yeah, this is for me. This is what I need. Yes, because definitely yes. I've actually done it before, just not virtually do another girlfriend, her company. And so, um, you know, in that way, that freedom was the last job that I worked before, you know, I came home with my son. She has her own brokerage company. But there was, was there something about it that's like, either it didn't, something about it that didn't work out or something particular about it like you didn't like, maybe it was um, the industry or there was something about it that made it Yeah, it, it was. It was. I don't want to say the industry, but the way that they just crashed the market was, you know, of course, criminal. They did it on purpose. And that is when we found out, you know, that we were pregnant with our son. And so from there is when I came home so that I could just, you know, be home with him and take care of him. But it okay. was, I don't want to say the market, but just the whole, aspect of the way that they, you know, purposely, I saw a lot of people hurt from what they did before it actually, you know, trickled down to homeowners 
I saw the companies that failed, like, in a day. Companies that had been at 20, 30 years, gone in two days. Literally gone. Wow. So I watched a lot of that. And no, that didn't sit well with me. I mean, how could it? You know, you watch people's lives be ruined. Right, exactly. Yeah, because I'm getting, yeah, because I was getting that there was something about it that just was not right, that just did not work out for you, that, you know, left a almost bad taste in your mouth. So, yeah, that explains it. But, I mean, I feel that you're going to find something virtually um, doing something that you actually, um, you're actually going to like doing. You're not going to mind doing it. It's going to be kind of easy going for you. Um, you uh, So you can feel confident going forward with the idea you have for how you want to do this. So you can embrace that. You can be confident. Um, this is this is going to be good for you, and it's going to work out for you. So you can embrace that. Thank you guys so much. That's wonderful. You're, you're so welcome, and thank you for calling in. Thank you. We'll be checking the show out again. Yeah, I'll say it again. Oh, you oh I said I'll definitely be checking the show out again. Yes, do that and call in once you've moved and let us know how it's going. I surely will. <laughs> okay, well, have a good night. As well. Bye. Yes. Bye. Bye. Have a night. <laughs> okay, that was cool. Yeah, as she started talking, I definitely got it. Was like so weird because I was like, I don't know. I was think I was getting like. I was getting job, but then I was getting like relationship, and I was like, "Well, what? What? Is, why am I getting job <laughs> and relationship?" And it was probably I knew yeah. it was like I knew something about the job, but I was like, I don't know. It, it may be because of her son that maybe the relationship mm-hmm. I was picking up on that it had to do mm-hmm. with I was like, oh, connected somehow. And I think that's it, which I couldn't relate to, you know, because me and Tyler tried the homeschooling out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for a reason. Yes, oh, okay. I am a fuller, unsuccessful story. No. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't pick yes. I didn't pick up anything, so that's why I didn't say nothing. I just like, oh I don't know. Yeah, it was subtle. It was subtle. That's what I said. Um, I wanna listen I, to Sherry's story of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was subtle and I understand why it was subtle because I didn't um Okay, like um, one of the callers before, um, she was talking about having put in her notice to quit her job. There's a lot mm-hmm. of emotions behind that. So it's yeah. a little bit easier to pick up and read. Okay, so with this lady, um, it was a subtle energy, but it was a subtle mm-hmm. energy because you could kind of pick up and feel like she did, she wasn't in a state of like worry. This was a mm-hmm. you know just trying to you know I'm trying to plan this out. I'm trying to think you know how do I want to do this. It was mm-hmm. relaxed, not frantic, not worried, not scared. Um, none of those things that usually put forth a really strong energy that you pick up on. So it was mm-hmm. subtle. Yeah. Okay. I, I like that because that was right. I like the emotional thing. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, because if anyone is, like, really, really worried about something, um, 
or, or scared about it, nervous about it, you know, that that's a strong energy that it's putting out. The negative yeah. is always strong to pick up on. I mean, just think of the impact. You know, mm-hmm. as impact, we easily, you know, if somebody's like not doing well, look at how easily we pick up on that and connect to that. Yeah. You know, I, um, cool. I can't say that I'm in my house picking up left and right on people that are happy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's true because now I have like this mini course with Tina Zion. Tina Zion, she's uh, intuitive too, and she always says, she says in her course she goes, you know, it's easier to pick up on you know death of a person or when someone's you know um, unhappy or what somebody's going through. So she said because the energy is more denser. So yeah, that makes sense. Exactly. Exactly. It's so much stronger, so denser. When you're doing mm-hmm. a reading, it's a more in your face type of energy. You really, mm-hmm. um, I really feel like practice to pick up on the the subtle energy. Mm-hmm. That energy, uh, like where there's nothing negative behind it. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's practice to be able to read that, to still be able to get that. Oh, okay. Well, what am I feeling? You know, because when we're not feeling mm-hmm. anything. Um, it just feels normal to us. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When you're not anything is wrong. It's just a normal like, um, Yeah, that's why I was like, oh, I don't want to stop you because I see you on the floor. <laughs> that's why I was like, oh, I didn't have anything to say. Yeah, I didn't want to mess you up. Well, <laughs> oh, yeah, she's on the oh, floor, no, so. You know I can talk. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but this is cool, okay. though. Yeah, let's take the next caller from area code 857. Hi, you're live on the air. Hi, how are you? you? Hey. Oh, we're great. What's your name? My name is Kita. Nice to meet you. You have a question for us? I do. I was recently offered a position, um, and they are looking to fly me to their headquarters for training and I'm just wondering, like, I'm a little nervous because it's out of the country and I'm just wondering if this is going to be, like, if this is an okay trip and if the company is actually a decent company. It is a a legitimate job, first of all. It is legitimate, and I understand your nervousness because you've never gone this far before for a job. I mean, it's kind of like almost like saying it's out of your comfort zone. Just because you've never gone this far for a job before, um, you can't let that make you nervous about it. This is not the norm for you to go this far for a job, to go out of the country for a job. So you have to keep that in mind. That's already going to make you a little bit nervous, a little bit apprehensive about this. Um, What is it? There's there's something specific. I mean, there's a scenario that I almost feel like you've been playing in your mind, a worst-case scenario that can happen, like a, getting stuck in another country or something. What is the scenario you've been actually playing out in your mind? There's something <laughs> you've been playing out actually worrying. You're like, and you're trying to not think about it, but it keeps popping in your mind. Um, well, there's two things. One is because they're sending me to Turkey because for a week, 
and I'm kind of I just need to be safe there. And then the other one is I'm coming back to Western Europe to Amsterdam, and I, I just need to be safe. Like I, you know, I don't want to get homesick. I don't want to miss my husband. You know, I'm just trying to keep my spirits up because two months is a long time. It, it isn't, but it is. Yes. You know, so I'm just just trying yeah. to, you know. You're like, you don't, you're feeling like, I don't want to be a news story on CNN. (laughs) (laughs) A news story on CNN, you know, you hear about these people that, oh, they went on some dream trip, like, you know, the guy who decided to motorbike from country to country or something. And then at some point when he was in Mexico, he dropped Mm -hmm. off the grid. And I feel like this is how you're feeling. Like, I don't want to be a CNN news story. Um, <laughs> you have to stop thinking that way. Because I almost kind of feel like um, this is what could possibly holding you back from opportunities is that you're not embracing your that nature that you do have to just, you know, throw caution to the wind and jump in with, you know, head first and go for it. You have mm-hmm. to embrace a little more of that. Yes, it's a legitimate job. Um, no, I'm not getting that anything bad is going to happen to you. I do, I, I do feel like I'm getting that you're going to be safe. The trip itself is going to be uneventful. Um, I feel like nothing extreme is going to happen to you. I feel like it's going to be a trip where worst case scenario is you lose a piece of luggage or the luggage gets damaged. I kind of feel like that's like your worst case scenario you're going to be dealing with. And I kind of almost feel like when that happens, you're going to kind of laugh and it's going to help you to relax because in your mind you're going to be thinking, oh, I was worried all this time that I was going to be um, captured by militants and look what the only thing that happened is my <laughs> you know, So it's actually going to, when that one little bad thing happens, it's actually going to make you laugh out it and relax and go, you know, I was all, I was so worried. And look, the worst thing that happened is my luggage was damaged. Okay. So okay. you're going to be okay. <laughs> You're not going to be kidnapped by militants or anything. Um, (laughs) It's all thanks to the movie Taken. Thanks to the movie Taken for that. (laughs) Listen, and then the other thing is I'm like, you know, in in Europe, and I hate to say this about my sisters, but I was just reading, I need to start reading things because I'm like, listen, I'm not a Nigerian prostitute. Like, I don't want to be solicited. Like, (laughs) go to work. And come home. Maybe go shopping. Yeah, it's funny that you said that because something had came came to my mind when I said, "Don't worry, you're not going to be captured by militants." What popped in my mind is, you know, you're not going to be sold into sex slavery or anything. But I didn't say it. about it was like this is I felt like it, this was guidance for you it reminded me you know when you said about going overseas 
for a job, it reminded me of, remember, Sherry, when I was telling you about how I wanted to go to India and what kept me back was because my dad was saying certain things to me about, you know, somebody wants to sell me or catch me, and it kind of re, kind of reminded me of that situation. And an American. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how they want to marry that. Just, I feel like this is guidance for you, and you're going to be safe as well. Okay, because yeah. I, I just, you know, a sister need to be safe, honey. <laughs> yeah, just guidance. I'll follow it. Have you been thinking of traveling in such a way that you are inconspicuous? I almost you know feel like that's going to be something that you're going to be thinking. You're literally going to be thinking, okay, um, what should I do? How should I dress? Should I wear no makeup? Should I not do my hair that morning? Should I try to be inconspicuous and not look like, you know, somebody they want to kidnap? I'm just telling you, you don't have to like go to that extreme. Just, like, relax. Try to enjoy the experience. It is going to be a good experience for you, um, you know, if you let yourself enjoy it, you know. But, I'm you trying know, to let myself in. I'm trying. i, I got to get over the turkey. First, got to get over the, the flight because I do not like flying, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. So it's like I'm, I'm, I'm trying to brace myself for it. I think the thing that I'm going to miss the most is my husband, and I haven't told him that I've gotten this offer. Like, he doesn't know. So I'm hoping that he's going to be okay with this. Don't let them I mean, stop I'm not just you. Gonna, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to just pick up and leave, but I have to break the news to him gently. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, maybe you could combine. I mean, it would be awesome if you can combine it with a little mini vacation for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, that would be awesome because you'd have somebody with you. You, you know, that's a great way to see a couple of countries is with somebody that you love. So maybe you mm-hmm. can combine this to a little mini, you know, vacation for you, even though you're going to be focused on, you know, in a separate job still. This is going to be a good experience. Okay. So, I mean, possibly this could be a good experience for him as well. Okay, so I need to relax. I'm not going to be sold into sex slavery. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kidnappings and no sex slavery. Um, so you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what all Americans think anyway. <laughs> what the sex slavery? Mm-hmm. They're uh-huh. going to be kidnapped or taken or put up for prostitution or under. <laughs> <laughs> your luggage is going to be damaged and maybe your blow dryer won't work. No, yeah. it's going to happen. All right. What's you know, the- these Europeans are frisky, honey. Yeah, don't, yeah. don't let Hollywood scare you. Yeah, don't attack anybody. If somebody taps you on the shoulder to ask you a question, don't attack them because you get a little freaked out. You know, so try to stay calm. <laughs> Don't attack any of the natives because you get freaked out. You know, just okay. keep in mind that, you know, there are friendly people all over and we attract mm-hmm. them. So, so I you think will Americans, also there. Huh? I think with Americans, and I didn't, mean, I didn't mean to cut you off, I think with Americans sometimes we've been very sheltered 
So it's kind of like we're, you know, you're the, we're like the sport of the world. We're like the spoiled kids who've been pampered and kind of just coddled and sheltered. So, you know, when you step outside of that comfort zone, it's like, oh, my gosh, what, you know, rifles at the supermarket? <laughs> I'm not used to that. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it will, everybody will be nice. They will smile on your face. I'm not saying they won't talk about you behind your back. <laughs> because mm-hmm. you're, As long as they get my name right, to stay right. Right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You're going to have a good experience, and um, I don't really feel that you're going to, um, you know, deal with anything, you know, negative or that makes this a bad experience for you. I mean, like I said, the most what? that's going to happen is the same things we have to deal with when we travel, you know, the annoyances, you know, our luggage is damaged. Um, We have to wait an extra long time because our luggage was on another plane that's coming in later, you know, things like that. Um, But the things that arrive, that that will arise, uh, will come up like that, you can't plan for that, you know. If you have Uh a carry-on, you know, bag that has – you know, a suit in it that at least you can, even though it's going to be wrinkled, you can iron in case your luggage is lost so that if you have an interview, you won't have to deal with the, my, my luggage was lost. You can do that. The things that are going to come up, you'll be able to deal with. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, what about the company, though? Am I going to have to worry about, you know? Well, like I said, I it's, thought that this was a legitimate company. Um, okay. I'm not getting the... I'm not really getting that you're going to embrace what they're offering. Um, you know, I, I'm not getting that you're going to be uh, overly impressed by it and that you're going to be kind of getting that, you, you know, you may end up coming back home feeling like I went all that way for that. Um, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't go. Um, like you said, I do have to feel like you should embrace your for some reason. And okay. This is to get you out of a comfort zone. This is to get you to be a little bit more free, a little bit more um, willing to throw caution to the wind and go for something. This may not be the job that you're going to like and you're going to want to take. However, it's going to kind of open you up um, mm-hmm. in a possibility that you, the opportunities that may come towards you, you'll be a little bit more open to go for them and to consider them because of this experience. So, so I don't it's really kind of like, like the universe's way of saying we might use this company as a vehicle, but really what it is is we're trying to get you to open up so that you can start living, in other words. Exactly, exactly. You know, sometimes the universe can't send you the opportunity that's going to be the best for you if you're not ready to embrace it yet. You've got to be fully ready to embrace it because maybe how it's going to come, maybe the the real opportunity for you would require you to fly somewhere that's far away to interview. And maybe if the universe sees that you're not quite ready for that, you're not quite ready to embrace that yet because this is new to you, Maybe it wants to help you out. You know, let me let you practice with this one. It'll help open you up a little bit more so that you can embrace the opportunities that we're going to send you that are going to be the real opportunities. So, no, I don't really feel like you're going to go there and you're going to come away thinking, yeah, this is it. You know, I love it. You know, I don't really feel like you have that feeling. And it's okay. 
you know, don't feel like you're going to have to be obligated to take a job just because of how far you went. Okay. No, this is great. This is going to be a really good experience for you, and I do feel that you're going to be happy that you took the experience. You know what I mean? That you that you did it. You're going to be happy that you did it. My thing, though, what I need to ask the universe is when it, you know, when it comes to business, God's always got me flying by myself to very far distances. He knows he's playing. Yeah. The leisure stuff is like, you know, it's it's whatever. I've been on, I can honestly say I've been on one leisure trip that had me flying somewhere kind of far. It's always business, all the time, always. It it always works know. like that. The thing that, that your fear is always going to be thrown into your face until you get over it. The thing that you're fearful of, you're going to keep getting it until you can get over it. Okay. Well, let me get over this fear of being abducted real easy, real quick. <laughs> so, so just, you know, take a deep breath and just keep reminding yourself, okay, this is good. This is okay. This is a really good experience. Just keep reminding yourself and keep taking those deep breaths. You can push through any fear that you have. You can push through it. All you have to do is take that deep breath and say there isn't anything to fear. The only thing that you really have to fear is like an illusion. It's not real. You have to keep reminding yourself of that. The things we fear actually aren't real. They're you know, they're not based in anything. We don't they're they're not justifiable. Why? Okay, let me ask you this. Have you ever been captured by militants before and sold no. into sex slavery? <laughs> No. Why would you fear it? No. Maybe maybe this fear isn't even a fear that you have that's from this lifetime. Maybe this fear has to do, this apprehensiveness has to do with something that happened in a previous lifetime. Maybe you had a bad experience in a previous lifetime that was so bad that you still have the feelings of it in this lifetime. This may not even be something from this lifetime. Because... You know, have you ever had the experience of being kidnapped by uh, militants or gangsters or anything like that? No. So why are you fearing it? Why do you have the fear? Uh, that's a good question. I think for me it's not even <laughs> not kidnapping sex slavery. It's really just, um, it's really, I think for me it's the unrest. So I'm like, wait a minute now. I mean, I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens. I'm I'm gonna I'm hold on to faith. I'm gonna get rid of this fear because yeah. part of this trip is throw caution to the wind, right? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. it is God. No. Go ahead, Kier. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, trust that it is God's guidance, and and you know, God is taking you, taking care of you, and helping you pursue what you want to pursue. And he did it in a major way. I'm like, whoa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is yeah. major. Okay. Yeah. So try not to put your... Uh, it can be amazing how you're tested. What did you say? Those lessons. Those lessons can be really amazing. When you get these lessons and you're tested, 
they can be really amazing to the point where you're like, okay, well, I can't believe God thinks I needed all this. That's me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but maybe. But, yeah, but maybe you do need this because maybe the opportunity that's eventually going to be one you really need to take is going to require you to have gotten rid of this fear and to have moved past mm-hmm. this. Okay. I mean, he just, he 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 hooked me up in a major major way. Like I, I'm like, wow. Oh, this for yeah. me. Like he 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 took care of me. <laughs> yeah, this idea that you know go to the other country is you know is is divine guidance. It was an inspiring idea to go there. So I, I would go. Okay. I mean. It's- you know, think about it. So many people, um, there are so many people that travel a lot for business where they find themselves always on the plane and they get used to it. You know, yeah, you may be used to it right now and you may not like it right now, but I'm sure they didn't either in the beginning. Well, I did put it out there that I, you know, the, the business that I initially wanted to start up, like the last person called who said that she wanted to launch her own stuff, like, I said I wanted to be international, and so I didn't expect for it to come like this. <laughs> so, you know, I was just thinking, you know, North America. <laughs> but, right, exactly. Hey, I'm grateful. I'm grateful. Yeah, just um, don't have any expectations. No preconceptions about it. Just go in, just just open, just ready to embrace whatever it is, even if it is about a lesson, a test, helping you get past your fear, just be willing mm-hmm. to accept it. Yeah. Okay. And, you can, and then okay. you can't go wrong. Okay. Remember, so, guidance. We'll, we'll be there with you on the plane in spirit. Mm-hmm. Thank you, man. You guys and drama means. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for calling in. It was lovely to talk to you. It was wonderful talking to you, and thank you for taking my call. Is it possible that you can put me back in the queue so I can listen to everybody else? Yes. Yes, I can. Here you go. Thanks, and have a good night. You too. Have a good one, Kita. Okay. That was really interesting. She's funny. Yeah, she is. I'm sorry, trying to pay it. I was trying to listen to the whole thing, you know. Guess who comes out? My little, you know, my little uh, rugrat sister. She's really following me everywhere, so I'm trying to like dodge her out the way. Yeah, they want to off. Uh, they want an audience. Yeah, because at the same time I heard your sister, my son came up with um holding <laughs> an envelope. <laughs> it written on it. Do we have flour? Yeah, oh, man. I'm. I'm just. I'm like, I asked her, I said, why do you always come out when I'm on the phone? Yeah, that always happens. It's like, I don't know, it's like they hear the phone ring or they hear that you're on the phone or you hear that you're doing something and it's like, oh, now, now that's my cue. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, but he kind of scared me with that note, do we have flour? So <laughs> I was like, yeah, right. I you know you do have flour, but I had to tell him no because I was like scared. I'm like, oh my, God, what are you gonna do to my house by the time I get off the radio? So, <laughs> so let's see. 
Uh, let's take our next caller. Our next caller mm-hmm. um, from 678, a real trooper, has been holding for 45 minutes. Oh, wow. Live on the air. How can I help you? Hi. Hey. Hi. What's your name? Hello? Can you hear me? Hi. Okay, What's hey. Okay, I thought I lost you. Uh, my name is Regina. Hi, Regina. Thank you for holding. Hey, Regina. Thank you for your pick. Hi. Do you yes. have a question? Um, yes, I do. Um, it's kind of a twofold. Um, it's about my career. Uh, right now, I'm working at a job that's temporary, but it's full time. And it's going to end towards the end of June. And then um, I said, well, if that one ends at June, then hopefully my makeup artist career will pick up. So I just want to see if you see anything picking up from there. Yeah, I kept, <laughs> I kept getting, I kept getting something about a job that is exciting. Um, okay. And that about your job as a makeup artist because I kept getting, you know, there's a job or there's a position that's exciting. Um, yeah, definitely. That's what you're, that's what you're supposed to be doing. The the job as a makeup artist, I mean, it's, it's but you're doing a temporary job now, so um, I understand there's a reason why you're doing that, but um, you haven't been able to make an, as much money as you need to just working as a makeup artist yet. Yes, so right. I feel like, yeah, this is a matter of um, you're trying to advance that, but so far you haven't gotten it financially to the point that you need to. I feel yes. like the I need to like I almost what I need to either say or ask is like there's something about action. Like you're not doing everything that you could be doing. You're not only you're not making all the connections that you could be making that would get you to the where you need to be with with working as a makeup artist. Um I really feel that you're not you're not doing everything that you could be doing. You're not networking enough. You're not. I mean, um, I don't know if there's something that's stopping you from like doing it more. No, it's um, it is. I'm going through a lot in my personal life, so it's kind of it's like I have to take care of myself. So I need my basic needs met first before I can jump on the bandwagon to connect more with people um, because the personal changes that I'm going through is um, I'm going through a divorce. So I'm coming from somebody who took care of me to now I have to take care of myself and my kids. And so my kids are, you know, they need to be, need to be met. So, therefore, I need to take another job to get all the basic things accomplished first before I can get to go on connections and networking with um, people in the industry. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You're going to be successful. 
But this is just going to take a little bit of time because what's needed for you to be successful is that networking. Um, You'll be able to do it in the future. You will be able to do it more, and um, you'll really see – You'll see things really happening. Even when you make just a little bit of an effort, you'll notice that um, you really do well. You know, what you get out of just even making a little bit of effort, you know, what you have coming back to you, it will amaze you. So you don't have to worry about that. What you need to do right now is you need to be patient. I realize that your temporary assignment is ending in June. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like at this point, you what you really need to do is do what you have to do. Right. Um, but you cannot stop looking for those opportunities to be a makeup artist. Um, I don't care what you have to do. I don't care if you have to um, use Facebook, use Craigslist. Um, you know, don't just look for people looking for you. Put that ad out there. Be willing to be, be like the Kathy Griffin. Kathy Griffin, you know the comedian Kathy Griffin, who um, boasts herself as the, what is it, the B-list artist, mm-hmm. the B-list, well, a B-lister. Um, mm-hmm. She always makes sure, but um, on her reality show, she explained her philosophy and what has helped her be successful is that she never turns a job down. This she could be a job that in front of an audience where she's like, ooh, they're not going to appreciate my humor. But she does it anyway. <laughs> she doesn't turn anything down. And this has yeah. been being very successful. Um, so I really do feel like, no, don't, you may have an idea of what type of makeup artist you would be and to who, but for right now, be willing to be that no matter who it is, no matter what the situation is, no matter what the event is, um, if you even have to, here's the thing, this is going to sound really, really funny, but there's got to be a reason why I'm being told this. Even if you have to get, um, train yourself a little bit to paint faces, you know what I'm talking about, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at conferences, you do that right now because you, that would still keep you kind of in the, your industry. Be willing to do Whatever it is you have to do to to be that, to be the makeup artist working. Mm-hmm. You know, start stone unturned. Have you ever um now is your part time job different from you being a makeup artist? Um yes. my full time job is yes, because it takes up a lot it's a full time, so I'm working for hours and then I'm doing the makeup. As well, but my first pay gig was last Tuesday, so mm-hmm. so that was really big to me because I started makeup last September. So mm-hmm. it was really big that they called me, and I did a very good job for a couple of hours, and I got paid pretty good for it. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm just hoping those opportunities will keep coming. So I yeah. haven't, you know, I I I take the free gigs too. Because I know you okay. have to pay your dues being a makeup artist. So I do take free gigs, too. And um, you, just to keep me in the game. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. You, but, I mean, be willing to do have that. Have you I ever, um, I got $20 to pay you. 
um, be willing to, you know, you know, um, the the Convention and Visitors Bureau, they even have the listed events of weddings often. Um, mm-hmm. You know, do you have a business card? Yes, I do. Yes. Okay. Well, be willing to go to all the places where weddings would take place. Be willing to on like Facebook, wherever you have to go. Check this out. Ordained ministers often the reason why they'll go online and get ordained by like um, I think it's Universal Life Church. Um, mm-hmm. If you go on their website, they have a directory of people who have gotten ordained to be ministers. Often the reason why the people have done that is so they can do weddings. Be mm-hmm. willing to just, you know, send the, send the email. Call them. If they're in your area, there's no email address. Just make a quick phone call. Leave a message. Okay. Let them know who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Push the envelope a little, a little bit of time that you've got. Start pushing it mm-hmm. because that's what I'm getting. I'm feeling that you're not taking enough action even though you're working a job um be willing to stay up late at night to do a little bit of networking on facebook to join groups on facebook that are in your area don't be afraid to post on those groups i'm a makeup artist if anyone needs my assistant even if you don't have you know that much money to pay i'm your girl you know push the envelope a little bit more you're not pushing it enough yeah. Maybe you can. Mm-hmm. No, I was gonna say maybe you should try working at um, what is it called, the field of aesthetics or something? Don't they do like makeup artists and stuff like do makeup and stuff like that? Mhm. They do. Maybe maybe you can like try to apply at like one of the spas or something to do something like that. That way you can okay. stay on the path of being a makeup artist. Well. Mhm. Yeah, that's a great idea. You know, also beauty, you know, hair hair places that do hair, often, you know, they have the person in there that does nails. But, you know, mm-hmm. if somebody is getting married, they're going to be getting their hair done. They're definitely going to be seeing their their hairstylist. You know, make sure mm-hmm. the hair, you know, in your area have your business card so that they can refer people to them. Don't. Don't be afraid to offer somebody that you'll give them a kickback. Say, look, if you can mm-hmm. start referring people, you have. Right. Because right. the fact that you've got somebody feeding you business, it'll be worth it. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Just right. think of everything, mm-hmm. everything that you can do. Because think of everything that you can do. Because the more you do this, the faster you're going to get to that point where you're doing this as a living. You're doing this full time as a living and you're supporting yourself with this so you don't have to do other things. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's why I want to get to that point. Exactly. I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, and I'm getting strong yeah. that if you just, and you push this a little bit, you're gonna be successful. You're gonna get the mm-hmm. outcome that you want. You're just you just haven't been taking enough action. Um, even if you don't have a lot of time, like I said, be willing to stay up late and go on Facebook. You know, okay. do the networking you can do. Mm-hmm. Put, put posts on Craigslist. I mean, have you mm-hmm. done that yet? 
I haven't done that yet. I was going to um, put that on there very soon because I'm trying to get, like, a couple of pictures up there. Um, so um, so I don't want to put a lot of pictures up there because people can steal pictures. So I just want to put a couple of pictures up there so they can see my work and maybe, you know, hire me if they make up artists. Because I do mm-hmm. have ideas. I just, you know, it's just the fact that i got to put it in action. And I've just got to make the time to put it in action. Yeah. Here's the other thing. What do people do when they have an event like a wedding coming up? What's the, one of the first things they do in this day and age is that they go and create that Facebook page for it? Mm-hmm. Do, do a search on Facebook at least once a week looking for people who are having weddings. Um, you know, not all of them are going to be in your area, but it's one right. thing that you can do. Then on Craigslist for your city, don't just look in the jobs area. You know how they have this, uh, <laughs> you know, where they have the discussion part of it, like the, uh, forum part yeah. of Craigslist? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Look there for anybody who's talking about that they have an upcoming wedding or that they've gotten just gotten engaged or they have some other event so that you can and you can be forward. You know, you know, pull out and embrace that part of yourself that is like the (laughs) it's gonna sound funny. That's like the pushy Mary Kay lady. (laughs) Right. Not afraid. Let me tell you. I worked with a coworker one time that I I signed up under her and Mary Kay, and she was not confident about what she was doing. But you know what? The effort that she made. This I watched her in um, Walgreens walk up to somebody and start the conversation by going. Wow, I'm sorry, I just have to tell you, you are so beautiful. Have you ever modeled before? Let me tell you, she was not willing to take that chance. She was not willing to come off looking a little silly, and it always worked. People were really flattered by her. Don't be afraid to walk up to people. Don't be afraid to be like, wow. You. You're so gorgeous. I want to give you my business card, um, you know, in case, you know, you ever need a makeup artist. Don't be afraid to do that because in the industry that you're trying to be successful in, it requires it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you're right. Well, thank yeah. you. You're welcome. And before you go to bed tonight, get a notebook out and write down all the things that you're going to start doing. You're going to start, you know, um, introducing yourself to strangers when you're out, taking that chance, giving them your business card. Even though it's going to, you may think it's going to sound cheesy when you say, wow, you're gorgeous, you know, do you model? Let me give you my business card. You may think that sounds cheesy, but let me tell you, let it be cheesy. A person will be flattered. So write down those things you're going to now start doing and put it somewhere where every day you're going to see it. Okay. I definitely will. Thank you. And you will be successful. 
Oh, so I thank know you. I will. I know I will. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for calling in. It was great speaking with you. It was great speaking to you guys, too. Have a good one, Regina. Okay. You're too. Right, yeah. <laughs> okay. So now <laughs> let's see. I want to try to quickly. Um, we got 24 minutes left, so I, I hate having people waiting for a long time and not getting to them. So I'm going to see if I can um, quickly, let's see who I got. Okay, I want to make sure that, because a couple of you have been waiting for a while, and I'm not going to miss you. Okay, I'm going to take, the number's not really showing up, so I don't know where you're at, but let's see. Hi, Hello? you're live on here. How are you? Can, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Oh, great. <laughs> yes, I can. <laughs> Hi, my name is Marilyn. I actually did not expect to get through, so I'm so shocked. Um, but I'm calling because I'm trying to make a long story short. I moved um, to Texas about a couple years back. I was supposed to get engaged that or get married. That didn't work. And so I moved out, and I'm telling you, I have been getting roadblocks after roadblocks. I, um, in 1999, I asked God what was my purpose, and I heard right with an audible ear. And ever since then, I'm still trying to figure that out <laughs> because, you know, I wrote as a teenager, but I, it was just my writing. And so I've been, I've been going through so many challenges where I'm, my car, you know, I, I also do um, in the field work. Like I'm, I'm a mystery shopper as well as a, a, a field uh, investigator, and I like that because I have the time to uh, make my own schedule and also be with my daughter. But over the last couple of years, I could never get my car to work, and I literally had to stay at home and do assignments over the phone. And I started writing with this article company, and I just never felt very good, you know, like, I, like I'm a writer. Everyone else can see, but I can't. And so I'm just in this, right now, I'm, there's chaos seems to be all around me. Um, you know, I, I, my landlord is trying to evict me, and then I'm trying to get out of my complex, but he won't paperwork and I I have to move by the end of June and I can't get the car to running. I can't even go look for a place. I I I thought I got hired by a job but when I called they never brought me in and every job I tried for I've been rejected and the door has been closed and closed and so I'm like, what is going on? I'm doing something wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting, I'm getting, I would I'm getting I would say dealing with. Yeah, okay. I'm just getting that. I'm just getting that it's karma that you're dealing with, and it may not even be from this lifetime, but it's karma that you're dealing with. And I, I do understand the right with an audible ear thing. I do understand, but you've got to um, take yourself out of the equation. Um, you have mm-hmm. to stop thinking I, because I heard you. You said, okay, well, I. I and I, but it's not about you. Running with the audible ear, it's not about what you can do. It's not about the thoughts you have. It's not about what you can say. It's about what you let come through you. 
However, to be able to do that, you have to be clear. And if you've got some things coming at you, they may be coming at you. It may just be something you need to push through a little bit. Um, that Like those roadblocks, when you finally push through it, it'll clear. Um, but I do feel like it's a little bit of karma. But what you need to do, it is true. Um, you're supposed to be writing, but it's not something that you're supposed to be coming up with. You're just supposed to be letting um, something come through you. You're just supposed to be the vehicle. To be able to do that, um, first of all, you need to relax. And don't feel the pressure of what you can do because it's not about you. You need Mm -hmm. to spend some time every day just sitting quietly and almost meditating. I do. You need to actually... Yeah, but um, do you have a hard time stopping thinking about all the things you've got going on, though? No, I, I, I'm, I'm very good at meditating. Um, so I, I know how to shut down and, and just tune out, and, I, and I, I know how to do that. But when it comes to um, when I start having, you know, financial difficulties, I, writing just I get the, the writer's block. It shuts down. It locks and think I can't even move forward. So, yeah, because it's not it's not about what you have to say. It's about whatever's supposed to be coming through you. Now, sometimes it, it may just be that you um you haven't gotten to the point where you're clear enough vessel for it to fully come through you and just flow through you easily. Um, mm-hmm. you have. You, to to be able to let it, you actually have to do it anyway. I mean, I know it's hard, but you have to actually sit down and you actually have to write, like even if you're just going to write what you consider to be nonsense. <coughs> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you're going to write about what the day looks like. Oh, it's a sunny day. You know, I see a tree. Oh, look, there's two squirrels outside. I don't care what you write about, but you actually okay. have to physically Right. Even if you feel like you don't have a thought or idea in your head. Because the thing is about writing, if you sit and you wait for the right idea to come to you, that actually defeats the purpose. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a flow that you have to get into before Mm -hmm. what comes through you. And you need to start the process. So start writing, but just in a very relaxed way. Not in, you know, in in a kind of informal way as well. Just a relaxed, informal way. Just write. And don't worry about what you end up with. Um, Imagine that you're only writing to please yourself. So there's no Mm -hmm. pressure. Mm, I never thought of it that way. Okay. (laughs) Because if you're going to do this type of writing, that's what you need to do. Okay. Okay. Now, here, um, didn't you practice um what is it called? Um automatic writing. Automatic writing. Mhm. I tried that. Okay, this is this is the other fold part of that. I also have a gift. I've been having a gift as a kid for years, from dreams that I've had, you know, actual dreams that have come to pass, I mean like world events. And so I'm, I've, um, I've also looked into holistic, like, you know, healing the whole body and the mind. 
Um, but every time I tried to do something, whether it's with automatic writing or to try a course here or go to school here, I'm, I, there's the robot. There's the money. I don't have that money to spend for that when I have to pay the lights or when I have to, you know, buy food or you, that kind of thing. So that's where the, the cycle seems to – I mean, I just did a GoFundMe um, um, campaign because that's how serious it is. And I'm one of those people, I don't like to ask for help. I do what i got to do to do it, to get it done. But it's mm-hmm. to the point to where I needed to reach out, and that was so – I mean, my pride. Gosh, I, for me to do that, it was like – that was one step of faith that I had to do. So, yes, I've definitely thought about automatic writing. I even tried to do it myself through an auto um, thing that I found on YouTube. And it, it flowed for a minute, but then here came that, that, that financial issue again. You, you see what I'm saying? So that's yeah. the cycle that I'm in. Yes. No. And that, can, that can be a block, too. You know, that can be yeah. a block, too. Yeah. Um, you know, have you ever done um, mantras or decrees? No. Oh, my uh, I would, oh, Okay, I'm sorry. I've done decrees, but I haven't done mantras. No. Okay, because I would say use, um, before you're going to write, um, one, don't eat, because whenever you're going to allow something to flow through you, it makes it a little bit easier if you're not that grounded, meaning not that grounded. Like you get very grounded. Like say if you eat a steak dinner, you'll end up very grounded. Mm-hmm. So you want to write before you eat. Um, also, it helps if you can raise your vibrations right before you go to write. So if you can spend even 10, 15 minutes saying some decrees, that will okay. help raise your vibrations. Either saying some decrees or saying um, whatever your favorite prayer is for five okay. or ten minutes before you start writing. And then actually ask. A lot of people forget to ask. You know, ask for your higher self to give you the idea, the thought about what to write about. Like, what do you, like, it's almost like asking your higher self, what do you want to share with people? You know, literally okay. ask, what do you want me to now, write? Do you, I mean, do, do you see me as doing this? So that's been my biggest question because when I heard it, I'm an ex-performer. I've danced and I've sang. But when I heard it, I was like, really, right? Is that what you want me to do? So I've been asking God, well, if that's what you want me to do, you know, you see me actually making a, okay. Yeah, no, but you've got to. Mm, I I I'm not I may not be able to say this the right way, but it's not about money. You know, I remember my right. sister always used to ask me, you know, what's your five year plan? Well, is what you're doing is that something where you can make money at it? And guess what? Mm-hmm. That wasn't about. If I had thought that way, I couldn't be what I am today. Because see, what I have to do is I have to trust that, you know, God's going to give me everything I need, and he always does. You know, um, he always does. I mean, I, I I realized I want to do blog talk radio again because I couldn't get the other I couldn't get the other network to work right for me. It's on my mind, and I, I was holding off because I was like, well, until I have the extra money, I'm not going to do it. Well, I, I got exactly the exact amount of money that I needed. 
Um, if I say I need sixty dollars to pay my 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 internet, a couple days later, somebody will give me exactly the amount that I told God I needed. You have to actually trust. It's not about you saying, "Well, will I make money at this?" If it's mm-hmm. your purpose and you don't say, will I make money at it, because you trust that if you do what your purpose is, if you do what the universe wants you to do, what will benefit humanity, the universe is going to make sure you have what you need. But you have to be the yeah. one that trusts in that. If you well, don't trust in it, it's very hard to achieve that. Yeah, when I say make money, I'm not looking at it as, oh, I'm only doing this for money. I'm what I'm what Money must have been the wrong word, because money is on the mind since I need it. But... I, what I'm saying is, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? It, it, it's not. I, the, it's never been about money for me because I left a job making almost fifty a year to be an independent contractor. So it's not about money in that sense. But is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Really? I mean, yes. That's the part I, I never got the confirmation on. I yeah, I know. Well, no, I was going to say, because, you know, I used to be one of those type of people that said, God, tell me my purpose. Tell me my purpose. I want to know my purpose. But, you know, it got to a point where I realized, you know, you can choose. Yeah, I, what I got was what I got from me asking that was the realization of you can choose what purpose you want. You know, if you give yourself, you say, what's my purpose? What's my purpose? You know, subconsciously, you're probably expecting it to be some some big responsibility. If you, and you know, if you don't fulfill it, you're gonna you know you're gonna start feeling bad about it. So I mm. tried to just accept that I can choose whatever purpose I wanna choose. God's will is my will. So if you feel like you should be a writer if you feel like you want you know, if you have the inspiration to be a writer, then be a writer. But she does have a yeah, I, I mean everybody does purpose in a lifetime they're within. Um, but as far as what you do for a living, you could do anything for a living. However, mm-hmm. we all have a purpose that we're supposed to do. And once we figure out what that purpose is and we start heading in that direction, things will fall in place for us. So, mm-hmm. yes, I'm getting strongly. This is what you're supposed to be doing. Actually, I have the fan on because I'm sitting on the back porch and, you know, I live in Florida. And I had to turn the fan off because I got so cold because the vibrations <laughs> increased all of a sudden so much that I start, I was, like, shivering. And it's hot outside. <laughs> wow. So <I'm>, wow. <laughs> yeah, I know it is because I'm feeling it so strongly. Um, however, you're going to have to allow it to come through. Um, it's not going to be what? easy. This, this is the, the one thing. This happened when my lights got turned off and we <laughs> – I, we could. I just so happens my neighbor back porch light is really really bright. So when my daughter would go to sleep, I started writing. I wrote four pages like I have never written before because I realized I didn't have the burden of worrying about paying that light bill because it was already off. <laughs> that was the trip part. I was like, really, Lord, this is how you bring it to me. So I just had to tell you that when you said the vibration was so high, I started feeling it over here, and I just I, I it's it's connecting when you said that it's not about me; it has to be outside of me, and it just flowed through me, and I was just like, wow, 
you know, now that the lights are back on, <laughs> I just want to keep that. Yeah. Do me a favor. Tonight, before you go to bed, just, you know, spend like 15 minutes writing. But what I want you to do is I want you to do something a little bit different. I want you to go through okay. the house, turning off almost every light and appliance and everything that you can, except for, you know what I mean, we usually leave that one light on so we can, you know, there's mm-hmm. a little light in the house. But I want you so to we can see. <laughs> I want you to get it as quiet, you know, as possible in there, as quiet and peaceful sounding as possible. Even if you have to, unplug, you know, not only turn off the TV, but unplug it. And then I want you to just relax, take a few deep breaths, and just sit there with your eyes closed and just, just you know, just be there, just sense, just wait for what comes to mind. Um, because sometimes that does happen. Like I was telling Kier, there was um, a period when I, after I got out of the hospital, I was at my parents' house for um, <laughs> about a week. And it was, they turn everything off at night when it's time mm-hmm. to go to bed. All the lights go off, everything goes off. And it's like you could hear a pin drop. And then uh-huh. the voices started. There was, I was hearing so many voices. I couldn't sleep. I was like, oh, my goodness. I'm wow. going like, to literally not. I'm going to literally. Because usually I don't keep my own house like that peaceful. I don't usually turn the lights off. You know, I usually got a light here or light there. Mm-hmm. I don't usually do that. I realized that when I was in that environment, all of a sudden, I can hear everything. I'm hearing all these voices, all these conversations. You know, everything, all my abilities were kicked up a notch because I was in this environment that was so quiet and so peaceful that it was almost like deafening quiet. Mm-hmm. You give yourself, somehow create that atmosphere for yourself. Okay. Yeah, I and actually just, heard of somebody actually doing automatic writing that way where they'll surround themselves in darkness and then wait for ideas to come and then they couldn't stop because ideas just kept flowing and they just kept writing. And I, I don't know how that happened, but that's what they used well, to do when they used to automatic write. Yeah, turning your other senses off. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the blind person that has acute hearing. <laughs> oh, I do. I can hear things all the way from one block to the next. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But, you know, just just try it. Try practicing that. Try doing that every night for about at least 15 minutes where you just put yourself in this that type of atmosphere. Create that type of atmosphere. Okay, okay. Recreate what happened when the lights were off and I didn't have a choice. Now mm-hmm. I have a choice and then do it that way. Okay, yeah. well, you are the... Remember how that felt. Try to bring, yeah, to bring I... yourself back to how that felt. Okay, that sounds good. And one last thing. I see orbs around me all the time. Um, <laughs> I, I, I... <laughs> he laughed. I am so serious. I will... No, I, I believe you. I just, I, I can't imagine, like, me seeing that. Oh, I well, when I say orbs, maybe I'm saying it wrong. I see flashes of white lights, like the, a light bulb is popping all the time, and I, and I know those are signs of angels. Yeah, mm-hmm. But I see them every day. 
you're just that one or two steps away from realizing what you want. So mm-hmm. hang in and keep working at it. Everything will be perfectly fine. And yes. here, as usual, I enjoyed your company. And what I'm going to do, instead of playing the exit music, I'm going to play the coaching ad going out in case anyone uh, would like to do coaching. If you want to do, um, if you want to have a call with me, I do calls by donation. Just go to my website, mm-hmm. sherryandria.com, and you can always um, email me from there and just make whatever donation you want to. And mm-hmm. I enjoyed your company. I did too. Are you tired of falling short of your goals? Do you feel stuck, unsatisfied with the direction your life? Okay, you there? Yeah, that was great. I like that. Okay, um, do me a favor. Call me back on my cell phone. Okay. Okay, call me right back. 